0: I press. We're live? Okay, yeah. cool. Welcome
1: to the Good H.A.E. Podcast, where the only good ponies are bad ponies and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Fucking well, drink. Fuck, man. We already ruined this. we're done. No, we're done. This weed, week, we have our normal cast members, uh, Anon Pencil. Fuck you all. Milk. Fuck you. Ravage. Eat shit and die. <laughs> and the ventral Sock Spirits.
2: Fuck you all.
1: And then, of course, this week we have a wonderful guest. We have the one, the only, the Abyss. Yay!
2: I mean, I don't know about wonderful, but uh, hey, what's up?
1: (laughs) So it's another week of interviewing a special guest. As you know, for anyone who is tuning in to this for the first time, we... Did Priest
3: just cut out?
0: Mm, I think everything cut out (laughs) great (laughs) slight technical difficulties (laughs) This is perfect timing wonderful timing
1: is it working
3: yeah uh, i hear it okay. now okay
1: okay, okay yep. now all right <laughs> welcome to the te- technical difficulties podcast where something goes wrong every week
4: what is ringing
0: uh, i tried to, i was going to start with you and make the call roll for skype
1: all right anyway we've got a bunch of questions then we'll just go for it <laughs> are still oh. for <clears throat> before,
4: before we do that um we should alert people because i'm not sure when we cut off that there are drinking words the idea oh, is yeah. when you hear anyone say the drinking words, the drinking words today are fat pony and featured box. When you hear those, you drink. It doesn't matter who has said them in the call. It could be our guest of honor. It could be any of us. When you hear them, drink. Enjoy. we we'll
2: Feature box. Here. Feature box. Feature box.
4: Just fucking start <laughs> drinking, guys. It's going to be a time to start. <laughs> We're off to um, a start. Also, if you have any additional questions, I will be monitoring the chat, and I will voice them when it is opportunity Whatever word is there supposed to be there, okay, and then we go, just I'm done
5: okay, <laughs> so the Thank abyss you. what's up? How much clop could a if mm-hmm. difficulty.
0: Oh boy. It's going to be a fun night. Well, while we get that going, we're going to roll to Skype. Give us probably a minute, or two, or five, or maybe an hour. <laughs>
2: fix? What's up?
1: Okay, I think I think this is good. Are you really uh, doing this on Skype? Yes, I don't think we have a choice at this point. Okay. Hey, should I
2: just uh, kill Discord now, or what?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and kill
0: the Discord. Alright, done. That's actually really disappointing, because Discord normally works.
4: It <laughs> works better than Skype, usually, but here we are. So, yeah. um... Alright. Um, we're still waiting on a few people, correct? Like Rav?
1: Well, we're waiting on Rev. But I think that's the only person we're missing, and he's offline.
0: Okay. I would just go ahead and roll the questions. Yeah, go ahead. We'll
4: yep. start. Let's. Uh, wait, can't, wait. Are we? Is it?
0: Yeah, we're good. We're yeah. all. We're all showing.
4: Okay. Yep. Let's. Let's
5: do the thing. So the abyss. Yo. How much clop could a clopper clop if a clopper could clop clop?
2: I'd say about forty-two. <laughs> Fair answer.
5: <laughs> oh shit, I just took a drink and I didn't need to.
4: Hold on, um uh milk, <laughs> do you wanna put up Skype in part of the window so we can see who's speaking or do you want not wanna do uh, I
0: am uh, I'm attempting, so
4: Whatever, fuck it, no worries, we'll do it live. Continue.
0: Just just keep going,
2: keep going.
1: Yeah, just keep
5: going. Okay. Second question.
2: If you could okay. smoke, there's an echo going on with your voice, man. Oh God.
4: Uh...
5: You're echoing, man. Who me? Yeah.
4: Not for, not for me.
1: Sounds right. fine for me. Good I'm on my end. Just roll.
4: Ask question.
5: If you could smoke any of the main six as a cigar, i.e. they were turned into a cigar, which would you smoke? What would they taste like?
2: If so I could smoke any of the main sixes as a cigar, I'd probably say uh, Rarity, because she would be the most refined. And as for what they would taste like, I hope they taste like a cigar, you know? <laughs> if I'm smoking a cigar, I expect to smoke a cigar. <laughs> <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> well, actually, That's
2: apple-flavored... Uh... Cigar might taste pretty good.
4: So would you smoke Applejack, then, or both of them? Double-fist it?
2: Yeah, why not both at the same time?
4: Yeah, I somehow I don't think I should ever say double-fisting involving ponies ever again. Anyway! Next question.
2: For that matter... On like a fun, uh, idea, double-fisting. Or hoofing. You do it. For that matter, if they made
5: MLP-themed cigars... What would you guess some of the main characters be flavored as?
2: Honestly, I have no idea. (laughs) Yes, sir. Um
5: say what Uh, Am I screaming this? No, I'm not. I would assume.
1: Milk is the one that's streaming it. Yeah, I've got it covered. <clears throat> Don't worry about it. No,
4: no, yeah,
5: streaming. Yep. Alrighty. righty.
4: Keep them rolling. Keep them rolling quick.
5: Obviously. Would you ever write an alternate rea- or alternate reality fic based on I Will Always Be Here For You, where an older, grumpy, and gruff Scootaloo finds two orphan fillies? whom are Rainbow Dash
2: and Twilight Sparkle. Well, that does sound like an interesting idea, but I don't know about writing uh, uh Scootaloo as a grumpy and gruff pony um because if it was an alternate reality fic, I think it'd be uh you know, obviously pretty close to Scootaloo's character. Like I, I try to write the characters as in character as possible uh and for her to and for me to write such a happy filly Uh, is, you know, grumpy and gruff, just doesn't really sit right with me. Um, But the idea of her adopting two orphan fillies, Rainbow Dash and Twilight Sparkle, does sound like a fun idea, Uh, but I don't think I'd really want to dedicate 90,000 words uh, into writing that uh, like I did with I'll Always Be Here For You. (laughs) All right. Um, Would
5: a girl imitating a character of MLP, such as Fluttershy or Pinkie Pie, during sex turn you off or on
2: that's a good question yeah um hmm
4: what if they talk like spike (laughs) no god
2: God, no (laughs) um I don't know it'd be kind of like in the middle for me you know it wouldn't really turn me on or off well, additionally, if so, who would you want them to imitate? Hmm. Probably either Twilight or Luna. Twilight or Luna, hmm.
4: Would you have her talking like the proper these and thous when was doing that? <laughs> I was seeing that oh, as yes, the royal so so canterlot so voice, sh- just shouting again. <laughs> just shouting? <laughs>
5: Yeah, well, it would be the best time of your life while your eardrums are getting ear raped. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is <laughs> this pleasurable that? for you? <laughs> yes. The fun and... has been doubled. <laughs> 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 Sorry, well, you're me. done.
5: You're done and she's asking you to do it again, and it's like the cum has been doubled. Oh okay,
3: god. god.
1: <laughs> Get here mm. on.
5: Yeah, this is totally not an an SFW blog. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you think you could survive going a month without
2: writing Klopp? I mean, I've already done it, so it's not really an issue. Yeah, but <laughs> the you question know, is, did ever? you
5: survive?
2: Yeah, I actually did. Um, I just really wasn't in the mood to write Klopp uh earlier this year. Um, as I was focusing on My Fully Nightshine, you know that story where a human uh adapts is really like overly adorable bad pony filly from an orphanage. Drink. Ugh, fuck.
1: Drink. Go on.
2: Sorry, I had to had to get a drink. <clears <clears throat> throat> yeah. Throat> um so the cool thing, the cool thing was about this uh bad pony story. It made it into the feature box. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck much. you. Mm-hmm. I know you want to.
1: And Equestria Daily, uh, I don't swing that if way. I remember correctly.
2: Yeah, and it eventually did get on Equestria Daily, which was uh, the first story that I ever got on. Yeah, it was also Equestria one of the
1: very
5: few number of high E's that made it on too.
2: Yeah, I know, I noticed that. Um and the funny thing was, um, you know, I really poured my heart and soul into the story. Um, even though I was never like adopted or anything like that. I was you know, I had a great childhood and all that. Um I I just sometimes see these pictures, and they just really inspire me to uh, uh, write something. And, you know, when I had, uh, like, 3,000 followers um, a while ago, like, when I first had that, I started thinking to myself, you know, I really should just make an original character. You know, people keep asking me, oh, you should make, you should totally make one. Why don't you? Um, You know, so I didn't want a Pegasus or, you know, an Earth Pony or Unicorn. I wanted something a little bit more unique. Uh, I always like Bat Ponies, um, and I'm always posting cute pictures, so... You know, I kind of fused the two ideas, and um while I was out in Colorado uh, for a period of time, I smoked some of the local goods, which is hundred percent legal there, which is awesome and um really, like I got a uh, to a point like to a level you know that I just listened to this one song, Nightshine" by Excision, one of their recent songs I really love that uh dovestep group um and then um an entire beautiful story like an epic adventure story uh just spawned in my head and i listen to that song and repeat for like two three hours <laughs> wow but, uh, but um i still have that story idea uh saved as uh for the sequel of my Philly nightshine so, oh, so hey, cool. it's it's gonna be very long and uh nightshine as a sister
4: wow thanks okay. for the uh you know spoilers well, uh-huh. you have
1: to well, you have to venture back out to Colorado and partake in their uh, goods and services in order to write the sequel.
2: Nah, I mean that's <laughs> uh like I'm all the way in South Carolina here, so that'd be uh-huh. uh that's a good two days full uh you know worth of driving. Fair mm-hmm.
1: enough. Fair enough.
2: Okay, next
5: question. Oh, this is pretty similar. Um, what is your favorite pony to ship with a human? stallion or mare if your favorite to pick was a stallion
2: you know I've been contemplating riding a uh, a ship fic with uh, a human and uh, between a pony like I've seen distorted flare uh, write a lot of really popular club fics uh, with a human and you know some of the princesses and I've always just kind of thought that that was a a really unique thing to do Um, you know so I've really thought of uh, doing it and I, I have a story page lined up uh, uh with uh, uh luna and a human whose name i still get to come up with um so i'd say I've, i'd say uh human with a with uh princess luna
5: okay that makes sense um and if you had to do it with a stallion instead of a mare uh which would it be
2: um huh well, I'd probably have to pick um, either Soren or Thunderlane with a with a human female. I think that uh, you know dynamic would be really interesting to explore and uh, write. All right. Um, do you prefer to ship male humans or female humans? Um, like right now, I really just want to focus on uh, female humans, but I'm not opposed to uh, shipping male. Uh, humans with other ponies
5: okay how long will it be until after all these high E fix that all of Equestria will be knocked up by humans
2: <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh um, <nobody.
5: laughs> you
4: bet. I could write this <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's see um, I mean I, th- I think at this point all but a few of like the background characters that don't really have any speaking roles. Um, have yet to be written about. So, maybe in the next few months.
1: <laughs> oh, God. They just, like, become the holy grail for humans. Like, they, they flee, so that way they don't get part of the... Oh, God. It becomes, like, an irresistible urge. Like, they think in their head,
5: I can't do this, but they feel the urge to any time they're around them, and they can't help it. They become incorrigible human files. So mm-hmm. then, that they flee, so that they don't
1: end up getting impregnated.
4: Literally. So then he's like human
1: dick. It's like yeah. all of a sudden now you then you have like all these humans come to Equestria playing their own like in real life like Pokemon Go to screw horses. Yes. What are we talking about? We should go to the next question.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> is so tame high... for us. What are you talking <laughs> about?
2: <laughs> um, is it bad that I haven't really read any other uh, high Efix other than ever? my own? Yeah. Ever. Never. Ever. Wow. Yeah, see, yeah, I do like the idea a lot. Um, but as we all know, uh, you know, like really, you know, like good stories are really uh, kind of hard to find, uh, and I can be kind of picky with my, you know, with the stories that I read. It's it almost like there needs really to be
1: a group for that. I know, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> sort of group
1: where we can isolate what HIE is good. I wonder what we should call it.
4: What if we called it the? Slightly better than usual human and equestria related story group.
2: That sounds great. We should do that. Well, see, here's the thing, though. Like, I've heard people talking about, like, in the, uh, you know, both of the human and equestria groups, um, about, like, how to write and what to do when you're actually writing it, like, how the human should get there and all that, or, you know, how how you explain uh, his existence in equestria. And I've had a lot of people, um, you know, uh, say some shit like, I completely ripped off Spellbound Fireflies by Bats. Um, it's a similar story uh, to I'll Always Be Here for You. Both stories are Twy Dash Scoot adoption. Um, I've made it a point to not read Spellbound Fireflies because I don't want to use any ideas that Bats has used. And if so happen and if it so happens that we do use an idea that's similar, um, I. I mean I can't really say that that I copied or plagiarized Bats because I've never read his uh I never read that story. Like even though a lot of people say uh, you know, that it's really good. Like I like to read it, but since I'm still writing the sequel to Always Be Here for You, I just uh you know, I just don't want to, you know?
5: Yeah, it's kinda like how uh Aegis Shield wrote that story that was almost identical to like there were two human stories that came out almost around the same time um both of which there was celestia's prophet and then there was that other one that came out around the same time machinations in the dark and they came out around the same time and they were almost identical and neither one had read the other one's story but as far as like plot beats went they were pretty much tit for tat they followed each other along the entire way
2: oh wow yeah so i mean that's one of the reasons why i didn't well, I haven't really read any other Human Equestria uh, stories just because I want to keep all the ideas that I come up with in my story uh, unique to my own, you know? Like, I don't want to, like, read some little part in some Human Equestria fanfic and then, uh, you know, think to myself, oh, that's a great idea. I should totally use that in my story, you know? Like, I just I just try to come up with a lot of original stuff uh, that I don't really, uh, you know, see that often.
1: See, now, I I don't think there's any problem with starting with, like, similar premises to other stories, but you have to take it in your own direction and do it in your own way. Like, there's thousands thousands of, like, let's take an example of, like, Octavia Vinyl Scratch stories. Like, there's thousands of them, but if you can put your own unique spin on it and really um, make it stand out from the crowd or do it better than anyone else has done it, then by all means, like, go ahead and put another drop of water in the ocean.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and um, speaking
2: of, like, using similar ideas, um, I wrote this clob fic with uh, Nurse Redheart, and um, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Soren. It's been a while. Let me check. Yeah, it was, uh, was Soren. Um, it was plagiarized twice, right? Holy um, shit. Yeah, uh, both times on Fanfiction. One of them was so similar, like, I was able to pick out, like, 15 different uh or, like, 15 similarities that were just completely, like, oh, my God, this guy ripped off my idea. Now, like, give me a second. I'll pull up the Google Doc where I saved all the uh, the little thingies.
5: Oh, yeah, the one where he was, like, straight up pulling up sentences and then changing a word or two so
2: that it wouldn't get caught. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I that, and though. then, like, another story. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> here we go. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's see. Yeah, so um I'm not gonna say who and I'm not gonna say uh you know, like what the title of the story was, but probably for the best. Yeah, I know. Um but here's some of the similarities, right? The story is about male character in hospital and gets blown by nurse redheart. The, sto- the cover arts can both contain nurse Redheart looking over her shoulder. Uh both stories start off with a character sitting in the hospital and the two of them are fidgeting, you know, pretty unique word to use, especially in the first sentence, right? Um, the second sentence in both stories talks about their dicks, both with uh, sexual fluids. Um, both stories say that there are no male doctors and nurses in the hospital right now, and I mean, I mean, I mean, I just have a list of like 15 different things, um, and uh, it, it's just like, did they even really try? I mean, I can I can see why they like when I first started writing my first cloud fic. I used uh, a few different stories. Uh, I forget which, um, and I based my writing style off of them. Like I saw how they wrote the details, so like I didn't plagiarize it, obviously, but I uh, I used a lot of their ideas and like what they, uh, you know, like and like how they wrote the the details for certain parts. And I find like uh, you know doing that as practice really helped me out. So yeah.
1: I don't want to deviate us away from the questions that were posted by the users uh, too far, Mm -hmm. but I do think um, we can ask you a question in particular that um, we may not have quite as much luck from other guests. Um, How do you notice if your story has been plagiarized on film fiction or is it just kind of a a trial and error someone has to tell you type of thing? Because I think Um... that's probably more prevalent than we realize and there isn't really a great system in place to, to deal with it.
2: Yeah. Well, see, about half the time, uh, you know, like my followers just send me a private message or say, hey, listen, I found a fix that's really similar to yours. Um, and then I'll look at it and see if it's, uh, you know, plagiarized or not. And then I obviously just send it out a report. Um, uh, and then sometimes um, I'll find like my most popular fix and, uh, you know, just straight copy and paste a few sentences into Google and see what the results are, you know. Now, if nothing pops up, then I just you know, copy and paste a few other sentences further down the story or earlier in the story. And if something pops up and I find something on like Wattpad, um, like I found, uh, you know, like somebody asked me if they could use I'll Always Be Here For You uh, as like a basis for their idea. And what they did on Wattpad, you know, like another uh, writing website, Mm -hmm. they took my chapters and just kept a lot of what I wrote, uh, but took the story in a Different direction. You know? Um, but they're using like 70 to 80 percent of my own work. So uh naturally that got shut down pretty
4: quick. Yeah.
1: righty Um go ahead and go back to the original questions. I just wanted to yeah, yeah for a second.
4: Oh no, that's a fair question.
5: <clears throat> okay, some really brilliant questions here, super insightful. What's your favorite flavor of pudding? Vanilla vanilla
1: wow, wow. Like, i bet uh, you like holding hands too
4: <gasps> don't talk about that things here oh my god
2: <laughs> think of the children think of all the little 13 no. year olds that are tuning in right now <laughs> think of all oh, the
4: 36 year olds that
5: are still acting like children <laughs>
4: Be still my heart. let's not think about 13 year olds anyway
5: okay <laughs> on. what keyboard do you use
2: really that's a question
5: yeah, yeah, it is a question.
2: Okay. Um, I use a Corsair K70 with uh, uh, red switches, I think. It's a nice mechanical keyboard. Okay. Um,
5: the next question isn't even a question. It's uh, Rip in pieces, Flam and Warfer. Wow. Like uh, yes. grammar, though.
4: Flam is, Flam is usually a uh, cast member, and he has been going to a different job, so he's not able to be here anymore, for anyone who did not know. <sighs> Will be on yeah. Saturday casts from now on. So yes, rip in pieces.
2: That's you, Bed. is a pretty cool dude.
4: Yeah. Very cool. Yes.
5: Um, okay. This question is horrifying. Would you rather write a story without using spaces or without using new lines? Now, oh, I'm so triggered.
4: New lines,
2: like not it, hitting enter. It, you know, yeah, no,
4: it, never return.
2: Never okay. return. Yeah, I, I'd I'd probably uh, do uh, the second option, you know, without using new lines. You know, because if I write a story that's short enough, um, <clears throat> you know, I could, uh, you know, I could easily get around that just by hitting tab to indicate a new paragraph or a new speaker. Um, but if that's not allowed, then I would still just use the uh, without using new lines option. Uh, because writing a story without using spaces isn't really a story at all because the reader would just be spent trying to figure out what exactly you're trying to say and where the sentence starts and where the, you know, next sentence begins. Because okay. I'm I'm guessing that there uh, really wouldn't be any, like, periods at the end of sentences. <laughs> no. It you would know, be because... the biggest run-on. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I could – well, now that wouldn't work.
4: You could, you could work with that. You could make it an aspect of humor if you really try.
5: Just make it about a black-and-red alicorn OC and it'll fit in. Perfect.
4: Oh, you know, God. I could totally describe a
2: black-and-red alicorn OC talking uh, for 1,000 words it's just him talking 100% so I could use, uh, I bet you know, it would like end up in the feature box and I box. could actually make it work just because it's you
1: a red and black alicorn OC goes to a and doesn't understand why nobody likes him it
2: needs to be yes.
5: a red and black alicorn bat pony OC
4: <laughs> drink everyone drink Just it, it'll hit the feature box
2: <laughs> yeah. drink again it'll hit the feature box just for shits and goes alone People will upvote it just so it, you know, just so people can laugh at it. People upvote it just because it's fucking
5: yours, dude. Yeah.
4: Also, true. True. They'll,
5: they'll be like, they'll add it to read later and then thumb it up. Yeah. It'll get featured and then they'll go back and read it later, maybe like half of them, and they'll downvote it,
2: cause it's shit. <laughs>
5: but it'll already yeah, it's be like featured. a
2: serious story, and they don't get it. Like I'm writing this little, uh, literally nothing but one thousand word club fic. Uh, called Twilight's naughty trick. Um, it, it's actually really kind of funny. Uh, Twilight and Rainbow get drunk together, you know, like it's like their one year anniversary or something like that. Um, and then Twilight comes back with a book on her butt uh, and a pair of glasses on her butt, and tricks Rainbow into thinking that her butt is her face and that they're uh, gonna make out. So let's just say Twilight is more than pleased.
4: Uh, I am so happy this exists. I am so happy. Okay.
1: It's gonna be a thousand words. You say. Yeah. I will oh, do man. a narration of that when you release it. I. I
4: would, yeah. That's right. gonna be do right, I'll
2: share the um. Uh, the story pages I have for it in the chat. There's no password. Uh,
4: I will help gladly. look. at the
2: cover art. The cover art really inspired me. Oh uh,
3: fuck.
5: Uh, right. I, I was, <laughs> I, I'm already inspired, dude. So Fucking do it.
1: that will be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh
5: my god, I love it. <laughs> Uh, okay. I, all I'm right. so
3: happy Let's yes, yeah, I, I just saw
2: that cover art I'm thinking to myself I could really really use this uh, as something you know a is tribute for pre-reader <laughs> alright yeah, I already have like 600 words like the clock is just starting so I just gotta really figure out how exactly I want to write it from Dash's perspective that is very quick to first pace yeah
3: anyway
2: Okay. <laughs> hang on for, for a second here, uh, what are y'all drinking?
5: Jack
1: Daniels Scotch.
2: Okay.
4: American beer.
2: Oh, so, yeah. Cheap American beer.
4: I know, uh, I'm out of McAllen, so. I'm,
2: I'm drinking really expensive American beer. I'm drinking uh, New Holland's Dragon. Life. Uh Give me
4: some. I'm drinking Paps.
2: Yeah, I'm drinking uh, it's a Suburban Barrel-Aged Stout with raspberries and lemons. It is Sounds so wonderful. good. It cost me, like, 5 bucks to get a 12-ounce bottle. And it's 11%. Hey, worth yeah. it.
4: Worth it, worth it, worth it. Anyway.
5: Um, You're going to be through those three pretty quick.
4: Very good. Next question. Well, I mean, I'm
2: saving two of them because, uh, like, me and my friends are about to do these little beer tastings where we all, you know, like, spend 15 20 bucks on a few good bottles of beer. And we get, like, you know, like, five, ten people. Everybody gets to try, like like $500 worth of beer, you know, just for like 15, 20 bucks. So it's always a lot of fun, you know, getting like these really unique beers that only come out once a year, or even just once in your lifetime, you know?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Next question. Getting back we need the to rails. keep moving. Yeah.
5: If you could remove one development from the show, i.e. Twilight's wings or discord's reformation,
2: which would you remove and Why? That's a really good question. Um, When I first saw Twilight get her wings, um, you know, remember that episode uh, before it came out? There was, you know, like a trailer where it showed her getting her wings Um, at the beginning. Like a lot of people was just really kind of against it because I didn't know what it meant for Twilight. And I was afraid that seeing her get her wings is like the end of the show because where can she, you know, kind of go from here? You know, like, she made all those friends. She learned so many lessons along the way. Uh, And honestly, the show could have ended, or, you know, this generation could have ended with Mm -hmm. her getting her wings. It was a very possible, uh, you know, idea. And I was afraid that, uh, you know, the show would end. I mean, it's a great show. I love to death. You know, nothing else has really inspired me to write like this before, Um, you know. Yeah. And, um as for the question, I would have to say, um, like I, like I've, I've accepted Twilight, you know, w- with her wings and all that. You know, I really, uh, really do like it now. She's really adorable. Her learning to fly was uh, pretty cute and funny to watch. Um, but if I had to take out one thing um, uh, from the uh, development of the show, I would have to say Discord's reformation, like uh, Twilight Sparkle uh, asked. <laughs> I guess it's <laughs> well nice
4: dying. No, good job. <laughs> yeah. That was impressive.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely have to say Descartes Reformation. I really think um, I really liked him as a character, not just because he was uh, voiced by John Delancey, but because he he had the ability to really fuck shit up, and he loved doing it. You know, um, you know, just just to have that be taken away within an episode. You know, it's just kind of. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, and then for him to uh, kind of go along with t I mean, I kind of thought he was actually going back to his old ways for good, and that he would be uh, kept as an evil character, uh, but, but no. I don't know, I mean, I, I liked how he knew what he did was wrong, and that he asked for forgiveness in the end, um, I mean, I kind of grew his character a little bit, but he, like I like his essence, I like the idea of discord, you know, like Lord of Chaos. I really think the show would have benefited from him uh, having a few episodes to himself, you know, scattered along uh, the length of a season or two uh, where he does all sorts of stupid shit. You know, like, I really think it would have been really funny to watch. Um, but for them to just suddenly take that option out of the show, you know, within an episode was just kind of, I don't know. I mean, I really enjoy the flashbacks, uh, you know, to where he uh, had the vines come in and all that. Um I really I really did enjoy that because it let us show what Discord was like in the past, you know, and yeah. what we and what we kinda of missed out on. So yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good answer there.
5: Oh, cool. oh, uh Scarheart has a very interest no wait, shit, I just skipped a flat at Spock on one. Spock. Can, yeah, Ooh.
4: don't forget. Last one.
5: Okay. Do you think Sunset Shimmer will ever return to Equestria?
2: Um, well, I'd say I'd have to, I might really have to think that, um, let's see, like, I don't think that she would ever return for good uh, to Equestria, but I really think, like, I'd like to think that she would come back to Equestria because Equestria is her home, you know, that's where she was born, it's where she grew up, and I don't know, I mean, I think it'd be really interesting to see, uh, the dynamic of Sunset Shimmer, you know, becoming friends with the real main six and not those uh, in the Equestria Girls universe. So, um, I do think that one episode will focus on her coming back to Equestria. Uh, but, you know, right now we're not certain if that'll ever happen. Or not. But, I mean, the option is there, you know. So, I think as a fandom, if we, you know... You know, Bug Hasbro or DHX or whoever owns uh, Molo Pony now enough, uh, you know, for Sunset Shimmer to come back. Maybe they'll, uh, you know, get the idea in their heads to think, oh yeah, we could totally do something with her. You know, uh, careful what you ask for because, like, the whole reason they went through a mirror
5: portal in the first place to like a weird high school rom com kind of thing was because they heard about High E and they they did the closest thing they could pull off.
2: Yeah, no, like the high E, like, I really didn't like Equestria Girls when it first came out, but it kind of grew on me a little bit. Um, I mean, it was an hour or hour and a half of ponies, you know, or, I mean, I don't know, it's just really, I thought it was kind of fun to see, uh, you know, Twilight, you know, explore the uh, human anthro EQG universe or whatever you want to call it, Um, you know, as an actual, you know, human or whatever. But um, I really liked how they included the uh, the little bit of magic of uh, Twilight's alternate main friends uh, in the Equestria Girls universe. You know, how they like grew the ears and the wings and all that. Uh, yep. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they grew ears. I forget. Uh, it's been a while they, since I've watched it. They but, did. Uh, they did, yes. Yeah. Um, and, like, as always, the music is great. Um, I used to not really, like, you know, like, back when I first started watching the show, I always skipped over uh, the theme song just because I thought it was kind of, too girly, you know what i mean? Um, i, I, I understand. Yeah. Um, and I still like, skip it. Yeah, like at this point i i like it. I mean, it's a good song. It's um uh it, it's good, but you know, like just like any other tv show that i watch, you know, like Stargate SG1, Family Guy, American Dad or anything like that. Um i've already seen the intro so many times and if i'm watching 3 4 15 episodes a day, I don't want to watch the same thing three, four, 15 times a day, you know? So I just skip over it now, regardless. So. Right, right. Yeah.
5: So I like question girls, too. And this is from Scarheart. Nice mm-hmm. question. <clears throat> Go ahead. This is from Scarheart. I think you need to make a character and call him her Snuggleupicus. Thoughts on the idea?
2: Um, the idea is actually pretty funny. Um, that's actually a pretty good idea. Um, but snuggle Um, oh, I see what they're saying now. snuggle up. Um. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be a pretty funny name for, uh, for an original character that just wants nothing but snuggles. I'll, I'll think about it.
1: Aww. You know. See you how do do... Aww. Dude, this is so cuddly. You
2: I mean, you guys know me. Shipping. I mean, like. With all my, like, snuggle fix, I always, like, have them snuggle and fall asleep together. Uh, and in a lot of my cloth fics that I write, I always like to end it with them, uh, like, you know, like snuggling close. Because it always shows that, you know, like it shows, not tells, obviously, that, you know, they love and care for each other. And I like to put that aspect in my stories. And I know a lot of my readers uh, do appreciate that as well. So I like to include that uh, in as many stories as I can. And besides, I love cute things. So fuck it.
5: Okay, next question, and this one's probably going to have us, uh, this question's going to be here for a while, I think. Which of your stories that you have written is your personal favorite?
2: Well, let's see, I'd I'd say uh, I'll Always Be Here for You is my personal favorite, followed closely by uh, My Filly Nightshine. Um, You see, I'll Always Be Here for You started off as a one-shot with only 2,400 words um pretty much it was a scootaloo it was like pretty much the first chapter of scoots you know i'll always be here for you Uh, that's what i call it just scoots Um, and everybody said like almost everybody in in the comments said that i should continue it because i had such a good idea here um and then when my friend uh josh also known as conquer or now mr ardilla on deviantart by the way really fantastic artist he draws a lot of cute stuff. You you guys should really check him out. Shout out to him and all that. Um, he only had like thirty six followers or something like that on DeviantArt when he offered to draw me uh, the cover art. Uh, you know, like I asked, like I made a blog post a long, long time ago saying that I have this fantastic idea, but I don't, I can't find any good art where you know that I could use for the story. Um, you know, and Josh stepped up, said, "Hey, I'll draw it for you for free," and that blew my mind, right? Um, so when he finished drawing that, um, I edited the first chapter and turned it into a fantastic romance story. And um, and, and the funny thing is, if Josh had never, uh, you know, like, uh, if he had never, you know, offered to draw that cover art for me, we would not have, I'll always be here for you or I'll do anything for you. I wouldn't have, you know, as many followers or as many readers, Um right now because that was the one story that really uh you know got me popular and I'm really uh I'm really grateful and humble for all the uh you know comments uh, that I've gotten on that story uh, all throughout these past couple of years um you know some of you know comments for me are a great like there's just a huge inspiration for me and a motivation uh, as well for me to keep writing that story you know uh, like if I get if I post a a chapter of a you know a minor story and only gets like twenty comments, but the last chapter of a bigger story got you know a hundred something or two hundred comments. I mean, people obviously want more of that bigger story, so I'm going to be more inclined to write more of that uh, bigger story. So, yeah.
3: Hmm. Good answer.
5: Okay. Uh, next question, Abyss. How did you find this fan fiction site?
2: All right, well, this is this is a pretty funny one. Uh, my friends... I've read it. All right, well, my friends, David and Derek, we were all playing Halo 3 on the Xbox 360. Um, they kept making all these, like, 20% cooler jokes, and I was completely in the dark. I had no idea what they were talking about, right? So I asked them, what are you guys talking about? You know, because, like, they're my good friends. I didn't like being kept in the dark. And, like, Derek told me, okay, man, you got to... You gotta promise not to tell anybody. And don't laugh when we tell you. I'm like, uh, okay. And then, you know, we were in the middle of, like, shooting all these, you know, bad guys and all that on a, on the campaign or online, I forget which. And he's like, you know, like, after I promised I wouldn't laugh, um, he said it's from My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. He said it just like that, too. Um, I remember it just like he, uh, you know, as if he said it yesterday. <laughs> and, um, I didn't believe him at first, um, but he and David really just kind of said, "Yeah, it's from My Little Pony. It's a fantastic show." Um, I know it's really, you know, n- not really. I don't know. Like, what's a good way to say this? Like, they told there me was that a lot of guys around. our age were watching it, and it was they really liked it. And I'm like, "All right, I'll give it a chance." Uh, and then, like a month later, when I was bored out of my mind, um, I couldn't like I didn't have any other schoolwork to do and all that, so I pulled up the first couple episodes, right? Um, and I watched it and I, I really liked the show, you know, I mean, I, I didn't, like, I was kind of feeling a little conflicted uh, as to why I liked My Little Pony now, you know, when I was in college. Who who, who,
4: do, who doesn't have that? I, I totally understand how that goes.
2: hmm Yeah. So, um, and then, um, you know, like once I started watching it, I just blew through all season one cause I couldn't get enough of it. Um, but anyways, going back to the original question, um, the same guy, David, uh, admitted to me that he was writing fan fiction for it, you know, and since I read books throughout all my life, uh, I really knew how certain things should be said, you know, how they should be spelled and phrased and all that. So I offered to edit first his fan fiction, you know, that was like way back in like November or October of 2012. So he wrote like 13,000, uh, story or 13,000 13, stories, uh, uh-huh, 13,000 words of uh, this original character and uh, like, this original talent he made up. Um, it was an interesting idea, and I really wish he would have kept writing it, but he, he was just too busy uh, with college to just keep writing it. But I edited it for him anyways, um, and that's how I really found out about uh, finfiction.net. And let me just say real quick, uh, as a little add-on, um, like, I, I see a lot of people just starting off writing, you know, and, like, they just submit um, a, you know, like a 1,000 word fic and then that's it. And then like, they don't know how to do anything on FinFish and like add it to groups or spread it on over Reddit. Uh, because Reddit is a great tool to get your stories read. Right. Um, but anyways, um, I, I started off editing, you know, and proofreading for people. Right. I started off doing it for people with a hundred followers then 400 followers and 500 followers. Um And once I got a sense of how everything worked on film fiction, I published my first story, and those people that I edited for you know for the past few months uh blogged about me and in the first week I had like over a hundred followers, so um just seeing that really inspired me and motivated me like I said earlier uh to keep on writing and you see uh i'm I'm here right now with uh, thirty five hundred something followers Twelfth most followed so and I'm not stopping anytime soon
1: hooray. Right. Hooray.
2: Somebody has to put
5: a enigmatic otaku in this place.
4: Oh, want, me to, want, want me to go do that? I'm I'm happy to tell him he's shit. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Enigma. He's You're watching. shit and deserve nothing but death and misery throughout your life. Smiley. There you go. Take care. Yay.
3: Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Also, just so you guys know, Um, I'm ravenger 42 in the chat, just so you guys know. Oh, cool. I I, I typed it down there. Um, Anyways, um, I need to grab a new beer because mine is completely out. I'll be back with the uh, Evil Twin Liquid Double Fudge. All right. Excellent.
4: Hooray. In the meantime, um, I was going to say, hey, um, people in the chat, randomly. I know there's a lot of you today. I just wanted to say thanks for keeping yourselves tuned to this. Whenever you stop by, we're really happy for that. We actually appreciate it. We may tell you to go fuck yourselves a lot, but honestly we just do that cause we want you to have a pleasurable experience. So there you go. Uh,
1: of course, as usual, we're going to upload this to YouTube after it's done. Um, and Oh no, God. Back. Oh, welcome back. All right. Let's get back to the list of questions.
5: All righty. And then, oh. speak of the devil, um, so some per some asshole wrote, um, when will a human guy tell Nightshine the story of Earth's greatest champion, Batman? Yeah, some
4: <laughs> asshole, God, I hate that guy.
2: He used to die,
5: mercy killing.
2: Well, I've kind of based, um, Jason sort of off, you know, Jason is the character is the human from my Fully Nightshine who uh, adopted Nightshine, obviously, um. I kind of base some of his aspects off of myself. Not, It's not a self-insert in any way, but um, I'm just writing him based off of my own experiences. Um, and I'm not a huge fan. Like, I never really followed the comics of Batman. I mean, I like the movies, um, but I'm not obsessed with it, so I don't think uh, him talking about Batman would really make a scene uh, in my night Nightshon. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, Enigma. Fuck, man.
2: Yeah, stop oh. with the stupid questions. Okay. okay.
4: Anyway.
5: When did you know NLP Femme, and how long have you been in this fandom?
2: Um, we're going back to uh, me finding out about uh, fan fiction, this fanfiction oh, site. We did
5: this already, didn't we? Pretty
2: much, yeah. The question much, I think yeah. is
4: what season what did, you com- what did you come into?
2: I think I came in on the end of season two. Okay. Yeah, so season two had already ended by the time I got in. So I had, I had a few good seasons to watch. <clears throat> okay. What makes you
5: ship? Why do you ship? Is it, er, it it fuel for life, or is it life fire? Fuck, what does that
2: question even mean?
4: Oh, I understand. Um, <laughs> I'll
2: just go with the first four words. What makes you ship? Um, well, I really do like uh, romance. I I think romance is a, you know, a really big part of the relationship aspect. So I try to put as much of that into uh, you know my romance uh, and sometimes my club fix, um, you know, and, and sometimes um, you know when I don't see a certain ship that I, I that I feel that can be popular but just people I haven't written, um, I wrote it. Like for example, I wrote that Twi uh, x Octavia uh, club uh, fix for the love of the song. Okay. And, uh, I just felt like Twilight and Octavia could go really, really good together because they both have the same sort of uh I don't know, like the same sort of character. You know, like they're pretty similar in the way they uh in the way they act. I think like since Twilight and Octavia both have been raised in Cantula I, I like I I just assume that uh Octavia's been raised in Canterlot Um so they both grew up in the same sort of lifestyle, you know? Uh you know, so I think they can kind of relate on that. So, and I think Twilight can appreciate, uh, you know, Octavia style of music. Like I'm pretty sure Twilight's not really one for dubstep or heavy electronic music.
5: Yeah, I would agree.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> and it did hit the feature box.
1: Fuck! Drink! Damn it! We went so long. I know. It's so good. Everyone drank. I to start to
2: clear. Oh really? Mm, well, you yeah. know my my shine got into the feature box.
3: Oh, um, it's a really yeah.
2: good story about bat ponies, and it stayed in the feature box for quite some time. So that's three drinks. <laughs> you know what? Let's Fuck get it. fucked up, that's gentlemen. Out um, <laughs> oh,
4: thank you. I'm a lady. You hear that? Yep. Yay. <sighs>
2: Fuck. Fuck I'm... you. Okay. That's, that's three drinks, not two. General.
4: Yep. 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 Three drinks. Fuck.
2: You. Oh no, ish. <laughs>
4: Enjoy. Oh my
1: god! What the fuck is going on? All right. I don't know
4: what I just heard, but I heard something.
1: Turn it off. Are we okay. going to Royal Dolphin? Oh, fucked up. Yeah. Uh,
5: what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Swallow. <laughs> swallow.
2: <clears throat> um. I have to say, 666 miles per hour. Ah. Oh. 666.
5: So Satan,
4: priest, are like... you upset because he didn't ask whether it was an African or European swallow? Yes. I knew you were upset. Excellent. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. Monty, Monty Python. <laughs> yeah,
5: he, he's he's gonna end up in the bit the the a bit. Oh fuck! I know why he asked that.
2: Like okay, yeah. I just googled it um and apparently it's from um
5: yeah the holy, grail. the holy grail yeah
2: the funny thing is i've never seen that movie
5: you should
4: i really recommend yeah, it it's gosh. very silly and very fun and you can play a drinking game with it it's really fun
2: yeah, yeah. i'm sure I might okay. it. uh and then the answer is about 24 miles per hour uh, as according to google
4: okay yeah uh,
2: or 11 uh, meters per second
5: <clears throat> let, let's skip major dude um what motivates you to write clop
2: Oh, that's a good question. <clears throat> well, yeah, um, like I always go on Derpy Burrow uh, a lot. Um, like I don't have any filters on except for Falcon because Fuck that shit. I just really don't like it. Um, but so no those sure guys that um. So, like sometimes I'll come across like even if it's just like horribly drawn, like if it just gives me and a uh, like a unique idea that I can use that I haven't really seen used on fanfiction before, like I'll use that idea and then find good cover art that uh. You know that'll reflect you know the characters that I want to use, um, so I have I to say that pictures really motivate me to write clop. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. And my clop always gets in the feature box.
4: Drink! We're
2: gonna get drunk tonight, guys. Oh,
3: oh we, we get
4: drunk every podcast. This is how we do. We're gonna get the
2: drunkest then tonight.
4: <clears throat> I don't know. Um, we had one podcast where when anytime someone said the word why, we drank. <laughs> it was uh, kind of a nightmare it was wonderful and there was also the time we had Rob Capron on here and we got to hear him drunkenly stumble around his room with, like the music of beer cans calling you know,
2: like really staticky
4: awesome. oh, I'm sorry
0: it was like he was swimming through the beer cans to go anywhere in his house
2: it was it was pretty bad
4: anyway um, shall we move on to the next question which is really an interesting question
2: yeah sure Okay. Uh,
5: yeah, this is, like, targeted just at you, dude. <clears throat> Do you think you would be writing MLP fanfiction if there was no readily available audience from sites like FemFic to read it?
2: Well, when I saw a lot of the, uh, you know, like, when I first started off and my friend David introduced me to uh, FemFiction, um, I saw that there was just such a great community here, um, you know, where people were commenting Uh, You know, saying what was good, what was bad, you know, just really helping complete strangers on how to better themselves and their stories. You know, sometimes people would be assholes, uh, but the majority of people just truly enjoyed the stories that amateur authors, you know, you know, put up, Um, you know, but uh, for the question, if I, uh, if there really wasn't really an audience to really write for, um, I don't think I would have really gotten this far, you know. Because I've I've never really seen like family guy fanfiction websites or SG one or you know, start SG one.
4: There is an S G one fan fiction site, just so you know, but we can continue. Like
2: I've never really I never, you know, looked for that and I've never really felt inspired to write that stuff. But like the cool thing is about writing fanfiction is that you already have a set of characters in an environment that's already been made for you. So all you have to do is just write about it you know it doesn't yeah. matter if you're a beginner writer or a very experienced writer um anybody can write you know fan fiction just because you don't have to come up with your own original characters or or like I said environments it's just really easy to do you know and once you figure out film fiction you know like how to get your stuff read I'm actually gonna, I'm actually really considering on doing a panel at next year's BronyCon uh on how to get your story read you know so that's going to be uh I already have a lot of ideas, and I have already share a lot of them with a bunch of different people on the website here. Um, so, yeah.
5: All right. An even better question. Whose butt is bigger, Princess Celestia or Princess Luna?
4: Oh, we're on to the butt questions. I'm excited. Let's do this.
2: All right. Um, well, just by going off of this show, um, I'd say Celestia's butt is a little bit bigger than Luna's just because she's a little bit bigger. Uh, you know, like a little bit bigger uh, pony than than uh, her sister Luna, um, but I prefer to think that Luna's got the nicer butt. Okay. I I just think Luna is a little bit more, uh, I don't know, like relatable to, um, and she's cuter than Celestia. Don't hate me for saying that.
4: <laughs> I think she is cuter. I'll agree with that.
2: Yeah. Okay. She, she's a cutie and, I, I, really, I really like it when she gets. Uh, you know, like kind of emotional, uh, you know, because playing off of the uh, the idea that she's been gone for a thousand years, you know, trapped, uh, you know, with Nightmare Moon, you know, in control of her body, that's just one hell of a thing. It's really, uh, you know, I, I kind of wish that they would have put more emphasis on Luna recovering uh, from Nightmare Moon's uh, possession of her body for a thousand years. But, um Yeah. <clears throat>
5: How brilliant! An even better question: Does a bigger butt mean a superior butt?
2: Hmm. Um. I'm not really into like weight gain or anything like that, so I'd have to say no. Um. Yeah, I mean I can't really say much more uh, to that question, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Which of the main six has
5: best butt? For sure. Yep. Okay. I didn't Twilight, hear that what I, I thought. Oh, God,
3: spot? I...
5: Okay. Uh, does Mel Gibson and Rainbow Dash make a good ship?
2: <laughs> Sorry. Uh...
3: <laughs> 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 well,
2: um about that. I bet it would get featured. The- <laughs> oh, I mean, if, yeah, it'd probably get featured because in I would find some good to work. Yeah, touch awesome. <laughs> gotcha. feature box, much. Everybody must, drinks must three times.
4: I just heard huh. it three times, so everybody drank.
2: Okay. Good.
4: Good job, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, there's three sips. Next, next. Um let's see, Mel Gibson Rainbow Dash. Like I said, Uh-oh, if gosh, you can make it work, anything's uh... a good shit. It doesn't matter if you ship like Justin Bieber with Princess Celestia. I mean I was I'm so know. triggered by
4: this. No no <laughs> no 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 no.
2: Make it work, like if you can find a way for them to relate and really, you know, feel close to one another, you can make it work. So, um, with the exception of a few people, you know, like Hitler, uh, Stalin. Um, Is that a challenge? Let's do the challenge. I? I mean... a challenge. What a shit that's featured with Hitler and Rainbow Dash.
4: Well, we are. I I do know of a certain very popular someone who's writing a uh, fic currently shipping Fluttershy and Emperor Palpatine. Oh,
2: so, box yet?
4: Not yet. Drink. Um, oh, actually, it's it's Flam who's writing it. So.
5: All right. Oh God. Next one. Enough motion. talking about the feature box. <laughs> <Drink>. <laughs>
4: Next one, boys. Next one.
5: It's tasting like shit now. <laughs> Who has the fairest butt of the month? Well, I love <laughs> so <bad>. <clears> that.
4: I love it. I love it.
5: Uh, would you let Zoidberg fertilize your caviar?
2: Well, seeing he's a robot, uh, fuck no, because he just fertilized it, uh, with oil. So. Whoa, yeah. no,
4: no. Zoid, Zoid Zoidberg is bird. the giant crab. Goes whoop, 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 that one.
2: Oh shit, my bad. I'm drunk. It's or not okay, eat- it's fine. Yeah, it's a uh, You so have no idea, often. man. Yeah. Um. <laughs> fuck. You guys are lightweight. So would right. I let the fucking crabs no. fertilize my you caviar. Don't. Yeah, we
4: do. I've you, never had caviar,
2: it- so. Uh, no. Caviar
4: is eggs. So basically, would you let him fertilize your eggs?
2: Well, I'm a guy, so no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you it's do with like like your caviar in your free time. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the funniest thing is, um, for the longest time. I wouldn't correct anybody, um, you know, if they assumed I was a girl or not. Like, people would always call me, like, Mrs. Abyss. Like, I was married.
4: Really? Yeah, Baby, really. You she not. I have I have yeah. the opposite problem. People would be like, dude, you're awesome. Man, I love you. You write the best club. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, yeah, bro, I do. I'm like, no, I hope – by the way, no, I don't write the best club. No one said, say that ever again. For the love of God, I hate you all. There's only one person who faps to my weird, horrifying fetishes frequently, and I know who he is, and he's in this call. So, there you go. And what I fetishes think, might
5: that be? I don't think it's me.
4: It, I know who it is.
1: No. Oh, God. Something, something. I'm just going to say Derpy
4: skulls. in the I'm, I'm ice gonna say, Yeah, I'm going to say fucking der- Derpy's
0: unconscious eye socket and moved
4: at it that It's
1: time to stop. Hey, you there. will know this
0: <laughs> reference if you go with
2: this is the previous it's time podcast. To on our it's time to stop. It's time to stop. Okay, real quick. I'm looking at the, uh, the stream right here. And it shows my uh, icon as just a blank Skype
1: yeah, uh, sort of what the
2: fuck's up with that? I don't okay. know. I got a really cute picture of a speck oh, oh. of my icon. well, um, okay,
4: Ad, Ad no.
1: Add Milka's friend on...
4: on yeah, add Ad Milka's friend and it will happen. It's all good. It's not
1: yeah. friend?
2: I just sent it. It's not friend, okay.
4: Yay! It's working. So, um, next question, which yeah. I think is important.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. we just lost Fenchful.
4: Oh. Oh god, um... I will give Ventral like two seconds to show up again, and then I guess I'll ask. That's really concerning.
1: I, I'll, I'll ask the the next question. Um. Just just to try and keep us keep us rolling. Uh, the next question is: if you were able to create a real robotic pony with an AI that looks like it's from the show, what would you name him or her?
4: Ooh. Hmm. By the way, your icon is very good, you able a right? real
2: robotic with an AI that looks like it's from the show, Um, well, I mean, if I, like, let's just say um, I made a robotic pony with an AI that looks like it's from the show, I would probably either pick Twilight or Rainbow Dash, so obviously i will name them, you know, their real name, Twilight or Rainbow Dash.
3: Right.
4: You you could combine the two, you know.
2: Twidash. Twidash, yeah. Okay. (laughs) No, I don't, know, I don't know about that. Um,
4: and you can put bat pawn wings on it. Eh.
2: Okay,
4: bat, bat, I mean, better.
2: Well, then I really wouldn't be Twilight twi- uh, or Rainbow Dash, Also, so. drink. Yeah. You so, can. and then the next thing is the challenge. The bot cannot be the uh, main six of the princesses, including the princess, like, blue balls <laughs> and shining. Um, oh, fuck, I'm back. Yay. Welcome Ooh. back. Okay, welcome experience. back. So, um, if I had to pick somebody else... Um, I think I'd pick Rose Luck. She's kind of cute. That's a good I horse. Think he's a
4: cutie cafetti I'll agree.
2: Okay. What question are we on?
1: Uh, we're we going to question, question two number two, two of cyber.
2: Well, hang on, hang on. There's an optional: the bot to have the reproduction organs if desired.
4: Oh. Um. Would you want reproductive organs on it?
2: Uh, no, because. Pretty sure my parents would not really like the idea of their uh, grandchild being a human pony hybrid that I fucked into a robot, so yeah. Dude, okay. it worked for Rick Morty.
5: Just like, do it, dude. Do it or you're fucking gauge.
3: Just do it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I
2: don't know about that, but um,
1: get okay. your shit together. <laughs> All right. Let's play <laughs> this All future. right.
5: One more fucking time.
4: All right, go for it.
5: Okay, uh, so question two. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> who would be the mean lord of the group? I thought that was. A, oh,
4: I think this is a question, question for the entire group, and uh, who would be the lord? Uh, um, priest, a- it might be you.
5: Alemal priest, but I might say pencil. So I. I...
4: I'm on, but am I more meme or just more disgusting
5: you're more disgusting so yeah, yeah. It's, the Priest just kind of takes the cake on that
1: I'm Mimi you're big. disgusting together we make 4chan oh
4: Fun. no oh, oh, fuck. wonder twin high. powers activate no that's that. not what he says you know what he yells all the fucking time milk no I oh. <laughs> that? That instead of like, wonder twin one. powers he just yells fim fiction power couple at me do you understand (laughs) yeah
5: i bet that gets in the featured box
1: Ah! (laughs) Uh, okay question three
2: (laughs) shoot what is it uh
1: Uh,
5: if you have a pet and your favorite pony is acting cute was holding said pet would you go da or be like meh
2: Um...
4: Would you spaz out over how cute it was?
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs>
4: Nothing wrong with
2: that. Yeah. I mean, I don't own a pet myself, but my parents have this really, uh... really cute, uh, English, uh... Springer spand on my bed. Um, it took me a second there. Um, but yeah, like, that dog, uh, like, I'm not gonna, like, name names or anything because I don't want this first back to me. <laughs> 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 um... But he he's just a very uh, adorable dog. Uh, The really funny thing is is that he just absolutely loves it when I come home. Um, Like he just really like every time I sit down at like the kitchen table or the couch, he finds his frisbee, and throws it on my lap, and then just sits there and stares at me. If I don't do anything for like a minute or two, he starts whining, right? And then he grabs the frisbee from my lap and then slams it on my lap Mm -hmm. again. It's like Play with me, damn it. (laughs) You've been gone for months and you want to sit? I want to play, (laughs) motherfucker.
1: I get you see, like, Twilight doing that with you, just silently. Like, Twilight trotting up to you and just, like, putting a Frisbee in your lap. It's like, play with me. Yeah.
5: Dude, Um, uh, that's a fucking story.
4: That's adorable. I would love to. I would read Twilight is your pet and wants you to play with her. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I would read that.
5: Uh, I've had too much. I've been smoking too much hookah. Say what?
4: Uh, what? Who's saying that? Oh, we have a question for the group from the chat, finally. Um, what is it? W- question is Would you let Flutter Priest, the character, not the guy in here, give your child a baptism?
2: Fucking uh, no, I wouldn't trust that guy. It that at at all? I don't know Flutter Priest, and I'm pretty sure he's not a priest. No.
4: No, no. I would not. I would not trust I don't
2: that. Have a, I don't have a child yet, either. Like, so. would do you would drop see,
4: that kid so fast.
1: Do you see those eyes? That is filled with bad intentions.
4: Also, knowing what Flutter Priest, uh writes involving, you know... Anon. Small children's. Uh, oh. I'm gonna say this is a bad idea.
1: It's time to stop. <laughs> it's time to stop. Yeah. Fuck.
4: Anyway, okay. next question.
1: Okay, question okay, three, okay. part two.
5: No, no, I got this, I got this, I got this. Okay. Okay, question three. Do you think the whole main six EQG cast would be turned into ponies besides Shimmers, or would you just have tails and ears change? I'm actually curious if they would even have pony clothes on. What's your thoughts on that?
4: I'm going to say right now, knowing you're writing, at some point they would not have clothes on. But let's continue.
2: (laughs) Mm, All right. Uh, Um... I think that would be a really interesting idea. Like I'm sure it's already been done at death before. Um, but let's just say the EQG cast, you know, like the main six, uh, all came back to Equestria. Um, of course, they get turned into ponies. Um, and I've seen a lot of uh, pictures, you know, depicting that. I'm, you know, it's a really uh, interesting idea. I just don't really have uh, the time to really uh, devote you know, like 50,000 words to a story like that when I have so many other stories that I have to write. You know, both published and unpublished, you know, incomplete and all that. Um, but I really think um, they would be turned full blown into ponies because, as we saw in the very first Equestria Girls movie, um, they, uh, you know, when Sunset Shimmer came back to steal Twilight's crown, I think it was, um, she was a, com- you know, she was a regular pony. But that was because she was a pony before she went to the other universe. You know, so I really don't. Well actually, like now that I think about it, um, when Twilight as a pony went through the portal, she got turned into a human, whatever the fuck that was. Um so I'm thinking that when those humans, whatever the fuck those were, uh come through the portal to Equestria, they would get turned into ponies. You know, and obviously, um, you know, going from walking on two legs to four legs would be a little uh uh you know, unnerving. I th- I think they would get used to it. Uh, w- within a rather short time, um, but yeah, I think um, they would be a full-blown pony, um, and as for having clothes on, um, well, when Twilight went through the portal the first time, she didn't have any clothes on, and yet she emerged fully clothed. So I'm thinking that it, if um, the people from the Equestria Girls universe came in and went to uh, uh Equestria. That they wouldn't have any clothes on. So, naturally, that would be really uh, concerning for them. I, I think that would be a really funny scene to write. Um, you know, just to have them like try and cover themselves up, uh, you know, with their, with their tails and all that. And they have no idea how to act um, or walk. Or walk, yeah, for that matter. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that'd be a, a pretty fun idea to write. Okay. Uh,
5: next question. Is there a story you've always wanted to it's write for fuck <laughs> you
3: <laughs> God damn ah.
0: Fucking on point with that shit. Keep saying yeah, it. over and over.
5: Might
2: as well do it again, Bad Pony.
4: Yay oh, everybody drink ah.
5: I swear you're trying to kill me right now.
2: <sighs> but I'll win. I'm not uh close it? I'm not responsible for your medical fees. Just saying. Oh no. Yeah, we're not, we're, not
4: we are not responsible for anything that happens due to your own drinking. Let me be clear. Dude, to I'm already
5: halfway
2: through this. Time. Oh shit.
0: Did you we can do, do it, baby.
2: Keep do, drinking. I'll okay. continue. We need okay. cipher, no, right? Um, I
1: actually, I actually do have to step away uh, for oh. the rest of the podcast, but I'm gonna leave it running because this is Skype and Skype's terrible. Hey, uh, let's let say hello, we'll to... Bigger.
4: Let's say bye to Priesty Pie. Pri- 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 bye, Priest.
1: Bye, Priest. Bye, bye. You guys only Pri- got a few more questions left, so have do so to we'll make talk. decisions and have a good before time. You go, before, you go, you before,
4: before you go, I will say, before you go, there's a question for the group I will do really quickly. Excluding any form of pony, including bat pony, drink, okay. what species would you be if you were sent to Equestrian why? Priest, go.
2: Pegasus. Yay! <clears throat> good job. Alright. Um, right. as, as for me, i like, like, probably have to say unicorn, because the ability to use magic is something that's always been um, it, it's always been a fun idea for me. You know? Like being able to fly can be done through magic as shown with Twilight giving already wings and all that. It's only for a short duration. But the ability to, like, let's say you're being really lazy and you're laying on your bed, right? And you want to grab a bag of chips from downstairs. You can just use your magic to levitate that bag of chips upstairs. You know?
4: I would be a changeling because I would love to fuck with everyone in horrible ways. Well, also, yeah.
5: Okay, mm, that cool, That sounds like cool. fun. Yes. Yeah, I think I would be a pancake.
4: I bet you'd be so sweet, I'd eat you up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yay. Uh, there's a, uh, another question by D.E. Warrior 20 in the chat saying, what's the limit ah, of the... No, no. This is important. Oh.
4: Um, they asked last time, and we're going to get to this question. This is a really awesome question, and you'll pass it. Sooner.
0: Uh, uh, I, I, just, you wanted... I know the paraphrase of it.
4: Um, Milk, would you like to stress this question?
0: What would you consider for a character to be too overpowered, like, item-wise? Like, like, let's say they have a magic bag that can pull out whatever item they would need for any situation. Would you consider something like that overpowered?
2: Um, no, I wouldn't really consider that overpowered. Um, because, um, cause, like as you all know, like I read this one story where Pink was able to uh, pull a dildo out of, like a tree trunk because she stored it in there with a pocket of magic, believe it or not. Um, I, I read this for, like, two, three years ago, so I, re- I don't remember what it was. Um, but I think if you, like, store certain items that you know that you're going to be able to use later on, um, I, I really think that um, that wouldn't be overpowered. Now, if, like, let's say, like, a nuclear bomb went off in lot and the Alicorn OC, you know, Red and Black, obviously, um, saw it happen, and he threw up a force field that protected Ponyville, but it destroyed everything else, I mean, that'd be a little overpowered, you know? You know? Just, like, anything that's just that can't be explained really well, you know? Like, we all know how, like, Red and Black Alicorn OCs and then, like, just regular OCs have so much, like, awesomeness, you know, People aren't naturally awesome, you know, in real no. life. So, like the thing about the original characters is that you really have to make them relatable to a lot of people, you know. Um, you know, like for instance, my OC Nightshine, the only one that I have right now. Um, I didn't re- I didn't make her overpowered. I made her just like a regular pony. Um, you know, she's going through tough times. She's only living in an orphanage all her life, um, and you know, like, see, the thing is, with, like, with with the writing, um, the reason why I think I've gotten you know so many followers and a lot of readers and how I've done so well in my stories recently, is because of one one little phrase that I learned about a year ago. Um, how can you know what light is if there is no darkness? How can you know what darkness is if there is no light? You know, how can you know good from evil if there is no evil? You know? So I like to start off with my stories either like let's l I mean let's look at my philly nightshine, you know, my uh one of my more popular stories, right? I started it off really like like the first chapter it ends really, really sad. You know, it shows nightshine, and you know like the adorable bad pony Philly. That's a that's a drink right there.
3: Drink.
2: Yeah. Um <clears throat> it starts off really sad, you know. Like, people get to connect with her because she's going through some really tough times, and, you know, all she wants is someone to love her, you know? And I I really think that I showed that scene really well because her only friend in the orphanage got adopted even when, like, like she was about to be adopted by those same ponies. But she watches her friend walk off into the night while she's stuck behind these bars in the orphanage, you know? So... um yeah it's yeah. just um if you really want people to f- you know like feel stuff in your story, you have to start it off really happy and then get really sad or you have to start it off really sad and then just make it really happy you know because you're not gonna st- you're not gonna you know really i don't know keep your readers if you keep the story happy at a hundred percent uh because there won't be any conflict you know you have to really write stuff where you're uh Characters really, you know, can relate to you, you know, and if you can make it relate to you, then, you know, a lot of other people could relate to it, you know, potentially, like, and also, um, you know, for graphics, you know, believe it or not, um, if you cannot get off to your own story, how can you expect others to?
4: My God, that's not a fair comparison. No, 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 no. You stop right there. Yeah, it is. No, no, yep. because oh, there are yep, so yep. many things you can write that you do not get off to that other people will be like, "Yes, this is the hottest thing in the world." Like, dear no, no, God, no, if saying, I got off to listen, all my words, for God, comics, bet.
2: Not for uh, any other stories, just oh, comics, no. like that. You put all your effort and like all your fetishes into, like you really enjoy it, um, and. You know, like I'm, I'm just saying, if you don't, if you don't put a lot of effort into it and don't put a lot of like, you know, time into it, then how do you expect others to appreciate it like you do? Like if you don't explain it right, how can you expect others to understand it?
5: That is a fair point. Okay, next question: Is there a stories you've always ah, just a sec? <clears throat> Have fun there. Oh is there a story you've always wanted to write or see someone else write? If so, what is it? <clears throat>
2: hmm. Um well whenever I see a story that I always wanted to write or see someone else write, um <clears throat> like I know that if somebody else writes it, I cannot like like I know I'm not gonna get exactly what I want, so If I can find a good cover art and figure out a good description and, you know, like I actually think that a lot of people would like it, um, then, um, you know, the natural I would write it, you know, because if you don't see something – like let's say you find a clothic that you like, right, but it doesn't have like half the fetishes that you kind of expect to be included, you know, naturally you're going to write something similar, you know, with those fetishes. But also with your fetishes, uh, also going into it as well, you know. So, so yeah. No, I'm Like as for a, a specific story, I wanted, I always wanted to write or see someone else write. Um, there really isn't, um, there really isn't anything like that because, like as a as a writer myself, I can pretty much write anything that I want to. So, if an idea is good enough, and if I think uh, a lot of people like it as well, or you know, like appreciate appreciate it like i would uh, then i'd rather myself so that makes sense yeah. um <clears throat>
5: next question what are the craziest most random ships you've ever seen or read thanks love your work
2: <laughs> um oh, craziest most random ship i've ever seen <clears throat> um was this one twilight and discord ship um, where Charlotte was turned into a draconius. I think that's how you say the word. Um, draconicus, I think. Draconic, yeah, that draconicus, yeah. my bad. Thank no you. Worries. And um And the story started off good, uh, but it was tagged as romance and comedy. And while there was a lot of comedy and it was written well, um, there wasn't as much romance as I really wanted it you know, to show. Like there were a couple scenes that sort of sounded like it was romance and it had a lot of words to it and it was really widely liked. Um, like I'm not going to name names here or anything like that but I lost interest in it because there wasn't enough romance like in like the 30 or 40,000 words that were posted there were maybe like one or two K words of romance you know and I was just I was expecting a lot more from it so when I didn't get what I was expecting I was let down and I just kind of stopped reading it so okay
5: yeah that makes sense
2: Uh, I mean it was written well um, and I liked, I really did like the way they wrote it, but, um, like I said, I was expecting one thing, I, I didn't get it, and they took the story in a, in a different direction than I expected, you know, based off of what they had already written. Um, so I just, I mean, I don't know, it was like, they they took it in a weird, not a weird way, like I said, they took it in a different direction than what I wanted, uh, I mean that sounds kind of selfish, but the way they wrote it made me think one thing, and when I didn't get that one thing, um, I just kind of lost interest. So yeah. I mean that makes sense. If you don't
5: enjoy it, why
2: read it? I, yeah. agree a lot. I mean I I enjoyed you. it to an extent, um, but you know I kind of like with the last couple chapters that they published, I kind of skimmed through it looking for the romance, looking for the. Like intimate moments, like it wasn't a classic or kind of thing like that. But you know, with the romance, like I was expecting actual romance, you know, by that point. But there wasn't really anything that, you know, really, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, uh, related to romance at all. So
4: yeah. Um, by the way, we will want to refresh. There is a new question at the bottom of the HIE. Oh, I'll crash. So, um, yeah, please, please do refresh.
5: Already did. Excellent. Uh, Hold on. <clears throat> I do from time to time. Okay, uh, who, who's this asshole? Okay. I don't know, uh, people, but they're a bitch. How do you react to people who complain about certain writers only <laughs> writing clop or clickbait?
2: Okay. Um, well, I've been accused of writing clop just to get featured. Um, and of course people would just like trash me and all that. Um, like I've written some just like stories that are just been completely straight clop fix right from the very beginning. And, um, I just write those for fun. You know, like if I see a cover art that really gives me an idea, I just really kind of just, I just want to write it, you know? Um, and when I put like people sometimes, or most of the times really, expect Clothics to have a little bit of a story, you know, sort of of a build-up to give them an idea, Um, and then when they see, you know, just a straight Clothic where it just starts off with them fucking or having sex or whatever, um, naturally they're disappointed because they didn't get what they expected, you know, so, you know, obviously they feel let down, and I can't blame them for that, but, you know, then then they just go to the comments and say, this story is horrible because it has no story, it's just straight clop. you know, um, I know a lot of people do expect some story with their classics, and I've been doing my best to try and include, you know, some story or some sort of buildup before the sex, um, because I know that's what a lot of people really kind of, you know, they've, they've come to expect that. Um, but from time to time, like I said earlier in the, uh, in the streaming uh, live chat thingy uh, that we got going on here, you know, the twilight's a naughty trick, like that's just a hundred percent or almost a hundred percent. Like it starts off with a little bit of story, uh, they start making out, and then Twilight goes, puts on her, puts that book on her butt, and glasses on her butt, and um, <clears throat> and you know Rainbow Dash wants to keep making out, so she makes that with Twilight's uh, unmentionables, <laughs> and um, yeah, it just goes on for there. Yeah, you know, this is gonna be like a 1, 1500 words sort of thing. Just, I mean, I just write these things for fun, you know, from time to time, and the thing is, when I publish. You know, like, when I write stuff, I fully intend to publish it, you know. I don't just write stories for my own pleasure, you know, because I know if I like it and if it's, you know, written good enough, you know, I'm going to publish it, you know. And if I, you know, spend two, three hours working on this, you know, 1,000-word fic, um, you can better believe that I'm going to publish it, you know. It's going to be written, you know, well, like no grammar errors or almost free of grammar errors, hopefully, you know. Uh, by the way, to those listening, I'm really, really grateful if you, uh, you know, if you see, like, a grammar mistake or think that I've said or spelled something wrong, I really do love it when you guys tell me, you know, so I can make uh, the entire, sto- or you know, chapter or story grammar error-free. You know, I really do appreciate that. So anyways, um, uh, you know, anyways, going back to the uh, second part of the question, uh, complaining about writing clickbait, um, I, only get, I only really get uh, people complaining about me writing clickbait. Uh, is when I, uh, you know, find this cover art that's just, like, completely sexual, but it's cropped, you know, like, ego or however you say that word, you know, like, the characters are just, like, you know, it's having an orgasm, I just crop out, so it's, like, their face and whatnot, um, so, I mean, like, sure, that can be considered clickbait, but, really, film fiction is all about marketing, you know, um, I really hate to see people write this fantastic story, like a one shot or the first part of a really impressive, really fascinating story, right? Um, only for them to publish it and then leave it, you know, because I really don't like when they don't know what to do with it afterwards. Because like whenever I publish a story, I spend the next 15, 20 minutes putting it in as many groups where it fit. Like I've actually had people, um, like I said, I won't name names, um, unfollow me and so me private messages filled with hate and you know loathing and all that um, saying you really should just only put it in five to ten groups just to make it look nice and neat um, and I say fuck that bullshit um, because I think of uh, adding stories to groups is the most important thing you can do the more groups you can get the more people you can get to read your story because like let's say for for, for a good example here you write an original novel, right? And you uh, publish it, and, like, the publisher gets it, right? You only put it in, like, one store. Let's just say Walmart, right? Let's just, like, let's say Walmart is worth 10 groups, right? Why don't you put it in Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Kmart, Target, and all these other stores, right? So you, you can get a hell of a lot more money, a lot more exposure, a lot more comments, followers, and, uh, and exposure. I mean, that's just really what film fiction is all about, you know? Um, so I really don't like it when people say, um, Oh, you should only add it to like 10 groups, you know, just to make your story look neat. It's like, fuck that. That's just like, if you only want your story to get so many views and comments and whatnot, sure, go for it. But if you really want your story, if you want to expose your story to as many people as possible, putting it in as many groups as possible is the best thing. So yeah. Not a bad philosophy. Okay, uh
5: Wow, these are a lot of intelligent questions. Ah, I didn't say (laughs) that. If you're sweet. If you could choose between having an IRL horse and life size rideable MLP plush, which would you choose?
2: Um well my little sister has always like all throughout her life, she's always been riding horses. Um, you know, taking lessons on how to do dressage and uh, all that. Um, at the time, like I really just wanted to go home after school, but a couple times a week we always had to go to uh, the local stables, you know, like a, like 20 minutes away from the school. Um, yeah. Just so that my little sister could get uh, those lessons, and um, we always just did our homework at the stables. And I mean, I don't think um, like, of, sorry, like I sorry, like I much rather would have preferred to go home. You know, instead of watching my sister, uh, you know, ride the, you know, ride horses for an hour, um, but um, like I supported supportive of her through that, even though I didn't really uh enjoy watching her have fun while we just kind of sat there and watched her have fun. You know, those horse lessons were expensive and all that, um, but uh, I really think that having an in real life horse, um, would be really fun to have because I really do like going on uh, trail rides. Like my family used to go to Hilton Head Island. Uh, every year, my grandparents paid for this really nice beach house uh, down on uh, uh, Hilton Head Island, uh, and all their like children would come. You know, like our families uh, would go there for a whole week, and that was a lot of fun. And we always used to go for like these long trail rides, and uh, you know, I really, really enjoyed uh, going on those trail rides. Um, and that was all before I found My Little Pony, right? And um, yeah, it was. Um, I mean, owning a ho- like a horse in real life is a huge responsibility. You gotta feed them, care for them, pay for the medical bills and all that. You gotta make sure they got enough exercise. Um, it's a lot of work, you know. Um, but having a life-size model pony plush, um, you know, to snuggle, I, I think that'd be a a really big plus. You know, you wouldn't have to you know, feed them or care for them or make sure they get enough exercise or anything like that. Um, but of the two, like, right now in my life, I think having the uh, the plush would be better. Okay.
4: That's a fair answer.
5: Yeah. Which of his haven't been? What part of writing do you find easiest and the most difficult?
2: Okay. um, I find writing... Uh like the easiest part is uh writing once you actually start writing it. You know? Um I I well actually let me start with the most difficult. Um well <clears throat> um, whatever I write, it always gets in the feature box, especially if it's about bad ponies. So drink, but...
4: drink uh. everyone did, it? everyone drunk? Yep, good. Pretty much, yeah. On we go.
2: Yeah. All right so I found the most difficult part about writing is getting something started. Like I always have like these ideas, uh, swirling around in my head, you know? Um, so the most difficult part about writing a story is really starting off the story or chapter, you know? So something that I've started doing recently over the last couple of months here has actually really helped me on that. Uh, and that's me just, like, I take all my incomplete stories, open up the open up the blank document on Google Docs or Word Document or wherever you use, and <clears throat> and um, I just write the, the first few hundred words or the first 500 words just to get it started, you know? And then after that, I move on to the next one, write the first 500 or so words and get that started, you know? So, and then once all, you know, once I have, excuse me. Once I have all those incomplete stories or, you know, ideas that I've yet to, uh, you know, write as one shots, uh, <clears throat> then whenever I want to, I can just go back to it and keep writing it, you know, because um, the intro is already done. All I have to do is keep writing, you know, and, and I find that the easiest part of writing it um, is actually going back to editing it because, like I said, I started off as an editor, proofreader. Um, and I know how things should sound, like I know how things should be spelled. So, like, going back, I like to improve upon what I have, um, and nowadays I don't really use editors, proofreaders, or, uh, pre-readers, because, um, you know, while that help can be useful, as soon as I finish a chapter or a new story, I I become kind of impatient. Um, like, I just want to publish it as soon as I can, you know? Like, on Patreon, I have, uh... You know, I like my patrons with, like, the $10 uh, a month sort of thing. They get early access to all of my stories uh, on Google Docs, you know. So the cool thing is is that, uh, you know, they get to, like, offer suggestions. Like, oh, I think you should, you know, you know, like, have Night Shine say this or say this, you know. Um, you know, so, like, I like to – like, I've always gotten some of my best ideas – For my followers, you know, like in their comments or in a private message. So, uh, yeah, I hope that I hope that answered the question. (laughs) Okay. That's a little unwinded.
5: Uh, This whole podcast has been, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, Well, actually, it's pretty average. Um, Do you feel like you have a number one fan and who are they?
2: Hmm. Um, I did have a number one fan, um, but when they literally begged to, uh, follow me, um, I didn't really like how they did that, um, like I said, I'm not gonna name names, I'm not gonna, you know, bad talk anybody, but, um, they didn't really like it, you know, that I didn't follow them after they begged me to on my, uh, user page, so, um, I don't think I have a number one fan, but, um, I do know of a lot of people that constantly comment on like my blogs where I share, uh, like really cute pictures or like funny pictures. Um, you know, and, and I really do appreciate people commenting on that because if I see something really cute or something funny that I like, I know a lot of my followers would like that as well. So I tend to share that a lot. So, yeah.
5: Yeah. I noticed they flood the feed. <laughs> okay, uh, oh gosh. It's kind of like. Okay, that's not even a question. Feature no box. It's just,
4: it's just, it's just, god damn it, drink! Drink! <laughs> um The last question is at the very bottom.
5: Mm hmm.
2: I was reading Wham's thing Wham. However you whalam. pronounce that.
4: <laughs> is how you say it.
2: Okay. What's it about lamb the funny thing is, like, I don't think I've ever met them in person, so they can't really say that they like me as a person because they, like, I don't think I've never met them before. I've talked to Lamb before a few times, actually. He's yeah. all right. I mean, like, in person, like, I'm a really good guy to, you know, hang out. with. I'm a really social guy. You know, I really like talking with people, like hanging out with people, um, you know, locking myself in my apartment. I just really hate that. You know, I like getting out and just, you know, hanging out with people. You know, I'm, I'm just a really social person.
4: Taka, 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 taka. Anyway. Tapa tapa for tappa okay. yeah.
5: If you landed in Equestria through whatever contrived means and had to pick one character from the show to have an intimate relationship with, who would it be and why?
2: Mm-hmm. The answer to this one.
4: I think we do, but I'm, I want to hear it anyway.
2: What do you guys think?
4: Uh, maybe Twilight Sparkle, maybe.
2: Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I had to pick one character from the show to have an intimate relationship with, um, <clears throat> like if I really had to pick, um, I re- I really think it'd be Twilight because she and I both enjoy books, and <laughs> you know, it's like, as like cliches that sounds, um like i've really heard books has has been a great way to like really relate to someone so um i I just think that twilight is a really relatable uh character to obviously you know relate with so um i'd probably have to choose twilight so yeah wait
5: wait wait are you saying there's a connection between being relatable and being easy to relate with (laughs) well i'm drunk so let's say yes (laughs) Fuck, you've revolutionized my entire thinking of the world. Thank you.
4: Hooray! Congratulations! <laughs>
5: Yay! That is, that is that all the questions?
4: Gosh, all of them! We
5: made it, and I'm still alive!
4: I know, Thank you guys God. are not as drunk as you could be. Or not as good as you drunk be. One of those two. Uh, well,
5: I'm not still speaking coherently, you know, so I'm alright.
4: Yeah, so far so good. You, uh, you did good. You answered the questions. You didn't run away screaming. Yeah, done. <laughs> and you have our audience drunk, so you've done a very good job. It,
5: sure. it, wait, are mm-hmm. they are, are they playing?
4: Yeah, that's the idea, that our whole audience has been playing along with us.
5: Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Now no question how many of them are actually doing it and how many are playing. I
4: think most people who tune into us, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, audience, I think most people tune in to us, tune in specifically to do the drinking game with us because it's Friday and they want to listen mm-hmm. to us be stupid.
5: hmm Yeah, I agree.
4: That's that's probably how it goes. Um, uh, yeah. So I will I will open the floor one one more time. <sighs> Are there any final chat questions for us? Um, keep them brief. Yeah, because I
5: need to use the restroom. Uh,
4: um, we'll, we'll get a couple questions and after he pisses or whatever, we'll.
5: Okay, yeah, you get a couple questions. I'll be right back.
4: No worries, go. So while our guest is urinating, and we all have that in our heads now, please think about it in graphic detail. Enjoy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a moment to say that the uh, Bat Pony in his icon is very cute.
0: It's fucking speck. It's from. Oh, um... I mean, I it.
4: No, no. Milk, milk, milk. Mm. I said Bat.
0: I'm already drinking, so.
4: Good. Good boy. Drink.
2: Everybody drunk. Everybody's drunk. Um. <clears throat> okay, I see one by a general Honovich. Yeah. I guess I see like his name.
4: Yeah, something like that. A uh, best Chrissy show.
2: Um, I would have to say, like Chrysalis and Celestia, because I, I've seen so many. Um, actually, Let me rephrase that. Like Chrysalis and um, Cel- or not Celestia, Cadence. Um, because, as we all know, Cadence is the princess of love, right? So, um.
4: She's also the princess of garbage, but Priest's not here, so oh, he oh, doesn't. Oh. <laughs> does, <he laughs> um,
2: like, I really do like Cadence, um, even though her name is spelled in two different ways. Um, you know. I'm, I'm
4: so I'm so upset, because if Priest was here right now, he'd just be like, ah, Somebody likes Cadence, yay! And celebrating, <laughs> I'd have to tell him he's shit for like half an hour, so. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Um. Anyways, um... Damn, it, oh, I do was saved. Um, there's one picture... Yeah, there's one picture that I found on, uh, Derpy Bureau where, um, Cadence was looking at Chrysalis, just like, are you really serious right now? Um, and Chrysalis was smiling, like, love? Oh, like, like it, it was really funny. Um, I was gonna use it as cover art, but, like, I had, like, 30 picks saved that I could use potential cover art, um... You know, you know, like all my bookmarks here. Um, but I decided that if I was only going to... You know, I, I just really wanted to make sure... Uh, let me rephrase that. Yeah, I kind of talking right now, by the way. <laughs> um, like, I kind of cut it down from like 30 or 40 pictures that I had saved as covers down to like 8. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, if you look in the chat... I'm still really considering um, writing a story based off of this uh, picture right here. Like, look in the chat on uh, Twitch. Uh, This is, you know, sort of a really uh, silly idea. You know, like take a look at that. It's it's in the uh, Twitch chat. (laughs) So, like. I deleted that, like, a long time ago, and then I found it again, and I'm like, you know I Just write this. It's a really fun idea. Um, (laughs) Oh. Here's a Ah, question. Okay. There you go. Uh, Hello, there's a question.
4: Perfect. A good way to end it. A question for everyone.
5: Here's a question for you all. What is the funniest headcanon you have come across and adopted into your own?
4: Oh.
2: Oh, I like that. Oh, Okay. Um... Well, Mr. 101, that is a very good question. Um, The funniest headcanon I've come across is my own. Can you give me, like, some ideas, like, what you're talking about? I'm not, uh... Oh,
4: um, I can say my funniest headcanon I came across. Yeah, okay. Uh, Okay, so one of my friends suggested, noted, that when Pinkie Pie blows up balloons, they float. And she goes, well... I suppose that's because Pinkie Pie is full of helium, and I kind of sat there and looked at her, that would make so much sense. Um, her ability to float, her constantly poofy mania tail, her ability to blow balloons so they float, her, her floating on water easily, just like all of the random bouncing, like, yeah, Pinkie Pie is actually just a balloon. This is my accepted headcanon. Pinkie Pie is full of helium, boom.
2: Huh. Well, you see, when I, uh, when I find a headcanon, it really takes a lot for me to kind of accept it as a headcanon, you know? So, um, the funniest headcanon I've come across and have adopted into my own, I really can't say that I have really, uh, I don't know, like, I've never really, like, adopted headcanons, uh into my own. Like the only really headcanon that I've really accepted, um, it's not on Pony by the way, unfortunately. Um, was the one post that I found on Reddit about Jar Jar Binks being the co-conspirator uh with Lord oh Sidious.
4: God, now, that like, canon.
2: Seriously, that. that idea was like the one that I completely accepted because after episode one of Star Wars came out, I really thought that people like, like, I really liked, I mean, I didn't hate Jar Jar Binks, but I, I thought he was a fucking idiot. Um, I didn't hate him because he was pretty funny, right? But, you know, a lot of the people in the, in the Star Wars fandom really hated him, right? So I really truly, think, yeah. Yeah, I know. I really think that George Lucas maybe, uh like, altered the story of Star Wars so that uh, Jar Jar Binks was not a co-conspirator to help Lord Sidious gain power in the Senate, you know? I mean, goddamn! I really want to watch Star Wars now.
4: <laughs> have you seen yeah, Star I Wars Christmas Special? I'm gonna get drunk and start watching
2: Star Wars tonight. <laughs>
4: have you seen the Star Wars Christmas Special?
2: Star Wars what? Oh Star god!
4: Wars special. I have it on DVD. It's um, they decided to do a big Star Wars TV special for Christmas. It was a huge deal. It involves uh, Wookies and their special life day, and it was a huge thing. And it came out and was so bad that Lucas went out of his way to destroy every copy he could find in any media. But unfortunately it's on YouTube now. So he's fucked. Um, really? Yeah, I will send you a link. It is really terrible. You get to hear Leia sing, you get it was a, when it came out Boba Fett wasn't a thing yet, but you see animated Boba Fett and his first words are hello friend. Okay. Uh, like well, hey,
2: really f- real quick, real quick before um before you go on here. Um no worries. Like the I found this really funny series. Um, by Arulnath on YouTube. They only have like 155,000 subscribers. Oh but, yes, God, dude. They uh like dub like they use their own voices on mm-hmm. top of uh,
5: Jedi Dance Party.
2: Yes, they, Jedi Dance Party. is <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, where is Star Jedi Party. I have it in the I have it linked right here. Um, go in the chat. It is the funniest thing ever. Even if you absolutely hate Star Wars with a, with a fucking passion, you will find this so fucking funny. I mean, like, and they did episodes two, three, and I think they did four. Um, These guys do such an amazing job. Um, It just really blew my mind when I saw that. Um, They also had uh, this video called Kylo Ren Outtakes from the brand-new Star Wars movie, um, which is really, really, really funny. Um, I mean, if you really want to laugh right now or after the chat's ended, um, I really recommend that you watch um, either of the two links that I posted uh, in the uh, Twitch chat under the name ravenger 42 because those two videos and the ones that follow are just absolutely gut-busting funny. Like, like I said, even if you hate Star Wars, it's still really fucking funny to watch, man. I
4: hate Star Wars? Uh, anyway, um... Milk, let's get your head cannon as well since you've been silent. I
0: I d I don't really have a funny head cannon that I've accepted.
4: What about the head cannon that Scootaloo's an orphan?
0: That's not that's not head oh, cannon, no. that's canon. Fuck you. That is that is real. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing ever... as canon for as headcanon for that. That's completely canon.
4: If you ever want to see Milk get mad, by the way, all you need to do is insult Scootaloo in any way. Fuck you <laughs> Love you too, baby. I
3: love
0: you.
4: Um all right. So, what about uh, spirit Socks? What about Sox? the Fuji box? Up, yeah, oh, Also, spirit socks. What's still your head doing cannon? That? Yes, we're almost done. Spirit socks. Head cannon.
5: Uh, my head. The head cannon that I stole from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. What was it? Oh. Um, oh yeah. The uh, select. Uh, Luna isn't real. There, oh, there damn. There is Luna, uh, That she was a construct from, like, the imaginations of the elements of harmony that Celestia spent, like, a thousand years crafting by replacing Nightmare Moon, who is just another uh, alicorn that came to rival her and tried to seize her power. And after banishing her, she spent a thousand years constructing this um, historical figure of her sister who didn't even exist. Because as long as the Elements of Harmony had this imagination that the original sister was a good person, um, that would be the quickest path that the Elements took to taking care of the characters. So rather than trying to kill a character that might come back, because alicorns are really hard to kill, she changed that alicorn from what the alicorn originally was into this other completely different character, um, by constructing this image in everyone's head and them accepting it as fact as just as true as us hearing about, you know, the civil war or, um, hearing about the Magna Carta, you know, we all take this stuff for granted, but it was completely fabricated and because that was planted in all of the elements' heads they believed that it was real and because of that when the elements wiped away uh, nightmare moon what they were really doing was taking nightmare moon and replacing her with um, this this idea of luna and That's i thought really that was i thought that was an excellent headcanon and so like as far as headcans go that i believe that that don't really fit the show, and I know they're not canon, but I wish they were, that would definitely be it.
0: That that was a story. It was a really good story, too.
2: Yeah, I know. It it was, like, the best. um, Look at the uh, Twitch chat. Um, I found this picture uh, last week, and um, I'm really, really tempted to uh, write a story about it where uh, Celestia gets turned into a Draconicus? Draconicus? Or?
4: Yes, good
2: job. Yeah, I got it. Woohoo. Um, Do it. You look at that picture, I really think that it depicts Celestia as a good Draconicus. Um, and, I mean, I know there's a lot of Discord and uh, Celestia shit fix out there, but for Celestia to be turned into a Draconicus, uh, I really think Discord would be really, really attracted to that. Well, I mean, yeah.
4: Delancey's already said that he ships Discord and Celestia. So.
2: <laughs> okay, cool, cool.
4: So, yeah, it's down. It's it's on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But imagine if, uh, you know, you were, like, just imagine if you fell into love with an actual pony, you know, from the show. Like, let's say Twilight was on Earth, you know, and you fell in love with her, or whoever character you really like, right? And they suddenly turned into your species, right? They retain the memories and all that. They're the exact same. You know, character, but they're your species now. So, you know, I mean, as you can see in the picture, that I linked in the Twitch chat. um, You can see that Discord's like blushing, you know? Like he's like, oh my god, she's the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life.
5: Yeah, but. I
4: heard
5: something like, this. good. Oh gosh. Uh, speaking of Kylo Ren outtakes.
4: Oh God, um, if we're going to start to get watching videos, we need to be careful, because then we'll not we eat, we eat have time. time. Besides, we are, we are right at the end of our time um, right now. We actually got everything done really succinctly and just the right amount of time. So congrats to us on that. And I think everyone is drunk, which means we succeeded.
2: Yay.
4: Yay. Um, I'm having oh, too yeah. much fun
2: for this gen, though. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, you can still talk to us in the Discord chat afterwards. I uh, yes. just need to wrap this up, though. So, um, Milks, would you like me to do the outro, or do you want to do it for change?
2: No, you got this. Real quick, real quick. Is anybody yeah. else have any more questions you know, for uh, anybody yes. in this chat before we finish this?
4: Yeah, any of us. Feel free to ask any of us questions, whether it's Milk, me, Spirit Socks, or our guest, I, I this. I think we're probably good. At what, um, our viewers kind of wind down number-wise at the end of this. Yeah,
0: so, you, you have to give it a little bit of time before they swing in for that last question there because it's a uh, 15, 30-second delay. Yeah, yeah, of
2: course.
4: Yeah, I'm giving it a break and then, sure.
2: Yeah, just give it like a minute or so.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, the funny thing was I actually went and bought a bottle of vodka thinking that I was going to have to keep drinking uh, a lot more than the uh, two beers that I bought.
4: But, hey, you did, those are strong beers, though.
2: Oh, trust me, they are.
4: <laughs> you know,
2: like the first one I got was uh, you know the Dragon's Milk Reserve that was 11% in a 12-ounce bottle and then um, the second one the one I'm drinking right now is a liquid uh, Double Fudge by Evil Twin and It's 12% in a 22-ounce bottle uh, both are uh, stouts, and uh, I really do love uh, stouts and sour beers So
4: I enjoy stouts myself, I understand oh, really? uh, we do have a question from Enigmatic Otaku, uh, by the way I recommend Left Hand Milk Stout if you ever find it an enigma.
2: I, I really do not like milk stouts. Um, I really, I really go for the imperial stouts. I go for, um, like for example, uh, I'm a huge fan of Westbrook. They're a fantastic brewery out of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Um, they've only been brewing for a couple of years or a few years, but they are some of the most. They have some of the most highly sought after beers in the world. For example, um, they have this beer called the Mexican Cake. Right. Uh, it comes out once a year, and as soon as it hits the shelves, it's gone in an hour. Right, and then they uh, then they take that same beer and barrel age it. Right, um, last year, which really sucked because I couldn't get them. Um, they charged 180 dollars for six beers. Right, um, thirty bucks a beer, and it was totally worth it. You know, but they required that you pay 180 bucks front online before you can, uh, you know, pick them up. You know, I really wanted to buy a couple, but they said, no, you have to buy all of them before you can pick them I, up.
4: I, I'm really sorry to cut you off. We have two more questions. We have two minutes, so we're going to do it quick.
2: No. Um,
4: Enigma, like a little shit, asks, uh, should Sakura show up in the new Equestria Girls movie as a forest ranger?
2: Um, I don't know. As a forest ranger? Um, well, since she lives in the every forest, I think that as a forest ranger, it'd be fitting. Uh, oh. Um... I don't know, it's, I mean, I think, I, I, like, I'd like for her to show up in the, uh, new Equestria Girls movie, but I don't know how they would really portray her as a character, you know, because as a pony, she's got, you know, like, gray and black stripes on her, kind of like a zebra, and, um... <coughs> Have her
4: covered in tats. Say what? Have her covered in tats. Yeah.
2: Um, so, I, I don't know. You know, it'd be kind of interesting to see Zikora in the Equestria Girls universe. Like, I really wonder what uh, that ever looked like, you know? Um, uh, but I really haven't um, done much research on... I, I think it's called Legends of the Everfree or something like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I really look forward to see... Uh, I'm really looking forward to see what the movie is actually uh, going to be like. Because, like, when you see trailers, you expect one thing. Um, and while you see while you may see that one scene that you saw in the trailer, the movie might turn out completely different than what you expected, you know, so... Uh, yeah. Uh,
4: we have our one last question for one minute, which is, for the group, uh, who would you troll if you were in Equestria with Pinkie Pie and Dash? So who would we go prank? Um, right away, I'm going to say I'd go prank Celestia because I like playing with fire, apparently. So there you go.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, as for me, I think it'd be funny if I... Uh, went and pranked Rarity, you know. I think she would have the uh, best sort of reaction to it. Uh, you know, like if we replaced all of her fabric with, you know, like actual hide. <laughs> you know, I think she'd That'd be freak the heck out.
3: Alright,
4: Milk? Hmm? Who would you prank if you were an Equestria thinker?
0: Oh, um... I don't fucking know everybody.
4: Obviously Scooter. Um and (laughs) Fucking rude. Right? Who would you prank?
5: The Manticore in the forest because I'm a masochist.
4: I think think you and I would probably come out the worst of this curve, I'll be honest.
5: You'd probably die.
4: Yes, you would. That that would be
5: the attention.
4: (laughs) So um of dark
5: bro. (laughs) I know, I know Regadar's rubbing off on me.
4: So that's that's our time, guys.
5: he just comes I'm in every day and he's just like and I'm just like hey, you know what man you're making me feel like you
4: it's okay um, that's <laughs> our time guys it, you is, makes me. <laughs> okay. it is 6.01 it is time for us to get going so I will um, read us out thank you for tuning in we'll uh, be on next week with another guest uh, we're going to have a great time and um, first of all this thank you so much for being here I uh, really appreciate you coming and answering questions with us
2: yeah, no problem. It was a pleasure. Okay. I had a lot of fun.
4: Good, good. Fun is fun is definitely the point. Um, so you've been here listening to the Good HIE podcast with Mike Snipe.
0: Bye.
4: With a uh, vengeful spirit or socks or whatever. Dude, lose. And with the abyss.
2: Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys had a lot of fun too.
4: And with me and on console. And I uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. Thank you much. for very much for tuning in and we'll see you again. Bye everyone.